Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, May the 20th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me this week on the show, I've got... Dusty Trails. K-Dub. What has everybody been up to? All three of us went to uh, Fan Expo in St. Louis last weekend. Yes, we did. Got back from that. Still catching up on sleep from all that. I, think I actually think I'm officially <laughs> caught up. Are like, you caught up? Yeah, because I went to bed at like midnight last night, yeah. and then this morning I was like up at seven which is not normal for me at all and yeah i'm like i'm going back to bed but <laughs> <laughs> couldn't sleep yeah i just toss and turn until about nine yeah i don't know for the three days we were gone somehow i have over a week's worth of house stuff i gotta do mm-hmm. i don't know how that math works out but i've just been doing that everybody just comes, everybody just starts piling shit on when you're uh, not there like nah he'll never know where this came from I'm like that washing machine works with or without me so i'm just saying <laughs> right those dishes yeah you can do them it's cool yeah <laughs> what else has everybody been up to what you've been watching playing doing listening to reading whatever well, we only been back a few days. Uh, <laughs> I think I, the night I came back, we I finished the latest episode of Billy the Kid. Yeah, I'm caught up on that. And there isn't any more of the Outer Range. At, at, I think they're at a mid-season finale or Probably, something or yeah. whatever they're doing. But so I think that's the only show that's newer that I've been watching. How about you? Um, caught up on some wrestling that I missed, and caught up on. My little shows like Young Rock, stuff like that. So <laughs> Your stories. The Connors, yeah, my little stories. <laughs> stuff, the, uh, caught up on um, the Mayans, which is, man, they're killing it again this season. It, they're telling a great story right now. I uh, watched Firestarter on Peacock over the, mm. when I got back home totally from about the that. weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, it's only an hour and a half movie, which is good. That's what movies are supposed to be. But at the same time, that hour and a half felt both really long and it felt like everything in this movie was really rushed, if that makes sense. If both of those things can happen at the same time, they did in this movie. Uh, everybody's acting was fine. It was just, I don't know, for whatever reason, the story just didn't land well for me. I don't know. It was just like parts felt rushed. Other parts felt like, God, we're dragging on forever. And I don't know. So I, just like how they edited it all together just yeah and they left i mean the stuff they left out from the first book and the, or from the book and from the first movie was some of the best stuff like the entire second half of the movie is focused on the kid and uh another character who's has a weird relationship with the kid and they've like just completely cut all that out and that was like the entire point of the second half of the book and the second wow. half of the movie so Instead, they did something different, I guess, to keep it under an hour and a half. And I don't know. They left it where it could have a sequel, but it ain't going to have a sequel <laughs> the way it performed at the box office. It'd so. be nice if these movies could find that middle ground because either they have too much stuff that's like, wow, you could have cut out easily 45 minutes worth of stuff. Yeah. Or in this case, it's like, well, you could have easily add another, yeah, what, you 15, cut 20? This, you could have cut this 20 minutes and then added in 30 <laughs> and been perfect and only been 10 minutes extra. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I'm not sure who... <laughs> whose fault it is the writers or the directors or the editors or what but just didn't land well i mean performances are good performances are really good in it just do you think they're feeling the pressure of like okay now people are actually getting out to the movies we gotta bang these things out or i don't know because i I imagine this one's been sitting for a while because of covid i don't know i don't know what the answer is Uh, and i also i'll throw a quick shout out to uh yesterday 
uh, recorded uh, the other podcast we do, the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse podcast. We had uh, a couple folks out talking about Downton Abbey, the new new movies coming out this weekend. I know nothing about Downton Abbey. I care nothing about Downton it's Abbey. It's not downtown. <laughs> no, it's, it's Downton. Downton. Yes. Okay. I'm but, just uh, trying to be clear. Yeah, on yeah. That. <laughs> but we had a couple of guests out talking about Downton Abbey yesterday on that podcast, and I still don't care anything about it. But at least it was entertaining listening <laughs> to them talk. So it's like, yeah, there's this one part in season two where the guy survived the Titanic and then he ends up in Canada with amnesia. Then he comes back to the estate. And I'm like, this sounds like the worst soap opera <laughs> ever. Like, oh no, it's fantastic soap opera. I'm like, all right, well, okay. good, good for you. Hey, good man, for the people who like it. There's different people who like different things. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Everybody has their own thing they like. So sometimes it's fun. Like I know uh, some of these comic cons we go to, you'll be in line waiting for a panel or you know, an hour and a half for water or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> right. and you're sitting there listening to 45 people. minutes for a corn dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a $6 corn dog. <laughs> but you're listening to people talk about their favorite fandom, whatever it is. And sometimes it's just fun that they're that excited. Hearing people about, still get excited yeah. about stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but gosh, you really <laughs> love it. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I want to thank my co-host for being here today. Thank everybody for listening to the show whenever and wherever you are catching us. This week, we're revealing our May playlist. We've been doing one playlist a month, uh, all 2022 so far. We're up to our May playlist, and it's a good one. We are revealing our favorite songs from movie soundtracks. So songs that were featured in movies. Uh, some of these you'll recognize. Some of them you might be like, oh, I totally forgot about that. So not, not, not that one. <laughs> not those movies. It, or, or in other words, hey, I need three songs from movies by tomorrow. There's only one person who got that news yesterday because the rest <laughs> yeah. of us have been working on this since the first of May. The rest of us filled up those 90 things that are on there. We have a big playlist. We're going to hit some of those on the show. But before we do that... Let's kick this thing off by taking a look at the top stories from entertainment and pop culture from this past week. Starting with actor Fred Ward passed away last week at the age of 79. He was an he was in the Air Force, then he was a boxer and a short order cook. He was a lumberjack in Alaska, all of that before he decided to become an actor. Wow. He got his big break uh, in the US in 1971's Escape from Alcatraz. He starred opposite Clint Eastwood, started in a number of films including The Right Stuff, but he's probably best known as Earl from the movie Tremors and Tremors 2 uh, with Kevin Bacon. Uh, no cause of death has been revealed, but he was 79. So, <laughs> Which I've never seen Tremors. Oh, really? Um, you never what? seen Tremors? Never ha- oh, we need to sit down and watch Tremors all and do of a them? recording. No, not all of them. He's in all of them. No, he's in the first two. He's only in the first two. No, yeah. you're wrong. Uh, Pull it up. Uh, he plays. He, I, he's, they bring him back for every Tremors. Even the, even the newest one that came out. Not that long Not ago, a couple, yeah, like yeah. four or five years he's, ago. He's in it too, really. But yeah, the pictures I looked up and got the pictures of Tremors. I was like, I don't recognize the dude. But then I looked just his general pictures. Like, oh yeah, duh, duh, yeah, I totally know that dude. Yeah, right he's here. been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I, yeah, he's probably best known in Tremors. But yeah, we may have to do a a, a Tremors watch and then commentary as we're watching. We haven't done one of those in a while. I mean, to be fair. The first one was on the the pretty much one. the only good yeah. one. But yeah, it's the only one you need to watch. Kevin Bacon was in that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's when I was going through my I'm not watching anything Kevin Bacon phase. So I just I went through that with him and with um, 
Oh, Brad Pitt. What did you have against Kevin Bacon? Search for the penis of Kevin Bacon. I was was in that weird phase of if everybody tells me to watch something because I'll like it, I didn't want to watch it for whatever reason. And that just fell into that category for me. I've watched everything minus tremors of his since. Of Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because otherwise you'd have missed like wild things. Yeah, yeah. who, who <laughs> wants to miss wild things? That, was that that was the movie? You're like, well, okay, <laughs> I'll break my Kevin break making a version for this. No, I think it was the uh, the Invisible Man show. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. I was like, yeah, what the heck, you know? And of course, I did see Footloose, but that was right. Everybody saw Footloose. <laughs> you can't not, you can't not see Footloose. <laughs> Uh, according to Deadline, the cast is starting to come together for Dune Part 2. Uh, they have announced uh, Florence Pugh, who will be uh, the princess in this one. Nice. Austin Butler, who's going to be in, as Elvis in the upcoming Elvis movie coming out this summer, will be uh, Fade Routha. That was the part played by Sting in the original film. That guy's coming on strong. Yeah, he's getting a lot of work all of yeah. a sudden. Uh, but most importantly, actor Christopher Walken will be the emperor in Dune. <laughs> Why not? Which is funny because, you know, he danced in that Fat Boy Slim video, Weapon of Choice, which has a line from Dune about, you know, walk without rhythm and you won't attract the worm. So it's kind of all TV coming full circle. That uh, It's a newer TV show that he was in where there's like it's like community service work or something. He's one of the commu- no. people that have to do community service because he's uh-uh. like a professional thief or con man or something. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, it's that. a great it's is a it? great little show. What's yeah. that on? Do you know? Uh, I think it's on... I want to say Netflix or Hulu. It's okay. Or I know. Figure one out the of those of two. Yeah, figure out the yeah, name try, of it. It's a, oh, I'll, it's I'll good. It it's out. worth yeah, watching. He's, oh, he's worth watching no matter yeah. what he's oh, in. Yeah. Also, uh, following up on a story from previous weeks, after nearly 40 years, director Rob Reiner, actors Michael McKeon, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer are reuniting for a Spinal Tap sequel. Yes. We're going to get a Spinal Tap Part 2 that is set to be released to commemorate the 40 year, uh, 40th anniversary of the original. Hopefully so. they stay in the same vein and don't try to oh, yeah. do... Hopefully they tour <laughs> as Spinal Tap, because I know they did a few dates, uh, mostly like in CBGB and a bunch of you know, little yeah. New York right. spots. It is, it is called The Outlaws. <laughs> the Outlaws, mm-hmm. starring with Christopher Walken. It, Christopher Walken and is one on of those know? Outlaws. Does it say what I mean, it's on? Uh, let's see here. It's no, got to be Netflix or Hulu because I know what you're talking about. I saw the... That's the, that's what the cover looks like. They're all in their little community service jackets okay. and stuff. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's it's I not very it. many episodes yeah. long. It's like six episodes, but it's worth watching. It's yeah. stupid funny. I'll have to check that out. Uh, over the weekend, Pearl Jam drummer Matt Cameron tested positive for COVID ahead of the band's scheduled concert in Oakland over the weekend. So, 18-year-old high school kid and Pearl Jam fan named Kai... Nukermans, we're going to go with. Uh, he was pulled up then performed with the band. And by all the videos I've seen, dude, absolutely nailed it. So congrats to that kid uh, for, for rocking it out with Pearl Jam at their Oakland stop. Well, luckily, it was for somebody like that, not like Dream Theater or something where you got a drummer that's got like <laughs> right, seven yeah. pieces to his drum set. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> as, mu- as much as we uh, rag on Rush, at least it wasn't Rush. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> Neil Peart is not going to be performed <laughs> by an 18-year-old <laughs> kid, high school kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, big news for Doctor Who fans. Doctor Who confirmed on Sunday that David Tennant and Catherine Tate are returning to the series for its 60th anniversary season. Details are still scarce. They have been photos posted online uh, from filming and stuff. But the two stars will be uh, supporting the new Doctor, uh, Cootie Gatway, as the 14th Doctor. Tennant and Tate 
Previously appeared in Doctor Who under showrunner Russell T. Davis, who returns to the series next season in 2023. So people wanted some of their old fan favorites back, and by golly, you bring back the showrunner that put those people in those roles, and you get the actors back. So uh, During the fan expo, uh, Mark Shepard was, during his panel, was talking about his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got him to come on the Doctor Who set. Yeah. And... Um, he was like, are they still doing, like, the cardboard and the strings? And <laughs> no, I was like, no, 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 Dad. It's totally different. He's like, all right, I'll come give it a shot. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Famously, yeah, the old series was cardboard and duct tape and yeah, <laughs> people making weird voices and bad prosthetics. Uh, and finally, it turns out that not long before comedian Norm MacDonald's death last fall, he actually shot a new stand-up special completely in private. <laughs> His plan, according to his producer, was to get the final batch of material recorded before he went into the hospital for a medical procedure back in 2019, just in case things didn't go well. McDonald privately battled cancer for nine years before his death. Uh, He survived that procedure, and the recording was put away for safekeeping. He apparently hoped to record the material again in front of an audience at like a full-blown stand-up show. But, of course, he cancer took over and he couldn't make that happen. But now that tape, which was recorded in his living room, by the way, yeah. doing stand up in his living room, uh, will oh. premiere on Netflix. Uh, it's going to be called Norm McDonald. Nothing special. The show debuts later this month on May 30th. Also features clips of friends of McDonald's and comedians like David Letterman, Adam Sandler, Conan O'Brien uh, talking about Norm McDonald cut in between. The jokes of the set filmed in his living room. It's going to be tough because, like, Bo Burnham did a special during where he was in his house during quarantine, and it was really good. Well, it was good, but sad. Yeah. Like, I felt sad afterwards, and I laughed during several parts, but there was a lot of. It was real, and I'm a little worried that watching this Norm MacDonald one, you're just going to remember, oh, yeah, he's not with us anymore, and will it take away anything from it it'd be interesting to watch it and see yep. well, well to be well. fair bo Burnham is really good about making you feel like a piece of shit like <laughs> right that, he, he specializes <laughs> in you know laughing and then afterwards yeah being like, oh, it, the man. world is trash <laughs> yeah and you live in it and, and you're part of it so <laughs> so yeah. go have a good yeah, time so, i mean very, that's what at he least does. laugh about it yeah, that, yeah. it's that yeah exactly a lot of that <laughs> yeah uh, and in other news, what's like? Have you guys thought about a bucket list? Have you guys got a bucket list? Things that you want to do before you kick the bucket. What were we saying in the van? <laughs> what were we, we said uh, something. We about talked about a bucket couple list. Things. Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about. Just I can't just, remember. Just depends it was on Selma High. It's got a free stupid. weekend. <laughs> so that's your bucket list. Adam? <laughs> yeah, you might as well throw that bucket away. <laughs> that bucket's not holding hey, much yeah. water. <laughs> that, that thing's not meant to be filled. It's just meant to. <laughs> It's, some parts need to be filled. Some it's just dream stuff. How about you? You got any bucket list items? Oh, man. I mean... Any places you want to go, we, things you want to do? Honestly, like if you could start from the beginning, the bucket's probably half full by now. <laughs> if I right. could have had that bucket list back when I started in my 20s, I probably filled half of it. But, right. So I don't have anything that really stands out yeah. that I to need clear, to get done. My Selma Hayek thing is like just hang out. Dude, right, uh, sure, yeah, sure, right. No pressure. Uh huh. Well, this a uh, 19-year-old South Florida woman who fled from law enforcement in the Florida Keys on Thursday told the deputy that caught her that getting arrested was on her bucket list. 
She was charged with fleeing and eluding, Monroe County Sheriff's officials said. Deputies spotted the woman's vehicle driving recklessly just before 8 a.m. Thursday. I'm guessing she didn't get up early. <laughs> to, to, to cross that off her list. He turned on his lights and siren, but the car did not stop. Uh, before she was taken to jail, the woman said getting arrested had been on her bucket list since she was in high school. Now, a reminder, she's 19 years old. Well, So she's crossing things off. Two of the three of us have already crossed yeah, so, so, off our bucket see, list. Part of the bucket's already full <laughs> if, if that was on our list. She is not waiting till she's in her 70s to start crossing stuff off her bucket list. Because she's older. had that list since she was in high school, which was at least a year ago. <laughs> a year ago. And it wasn't in my bucket ago. list. It was just one of those things that was probably inevitable to happen. It just so. happened as you were chasing other bucket list items. Yeah. <laughs> For example, some high. Multiple <laughs> occasions. I mean... That doesn't add any more to the bucket. Right. It's just one and done. <laughs> well, let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there. Or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on the next episode. That is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we sure would like to hear from you. Links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com. On this date in entertainment and pop culture, May 20th, 1873. Remember it well. Levi Strauss and Jacob Davis patented the first blue jeans with copper rivets. Your Levi's blue jeans first patented 1873. It's been a minute. May the 20th, 1916, the Saturday Evening Post published its first cover with a Norman Rockwell painting. That painting was Boy with the Baby Carriage. Of course, Rockwell's paintings became a staple on the covers of the New That's York funny, Saturday I was, Evening Post. And I was like, and was there a certain artist that did a painting for that? Was, I knew he did several. I didn't oh, know yeah. he did. He, from then on, it was yeah. pretty much uh, Norman Rockwell stuff, which is how he got famous. On May the 20th, 1927, Charles Lindbergh left from New York for Paris becoming the first non-stop transatlantic flight. And then five years later, on May the 20th, 1932, Amelia Earhart left Newfoundland, Canada, for on her trip to Ireland to become the first woman to fly solo non-stop across the Atlantic. So a big day in aviation history is May yeah. the 20th. May the 20th, 1983, the police released their single that became the Billboard Song of the Year for 1983. I call it the Stalker Song. Yes, this creepy-ass <laughs> Stalker Song became the Song of the Year in 1983. I didn't, I didn't put that together with the Stalker part. You guys must have something. No, just listen to the words. <laughs> just listen to the words. All you got to do is listen to the lyrics, man. Yep. They... they Spell it out for you. <laughs> yep. That's a restraining order waiting to happen right there. <laughs> On May the 20th, 1989, some of you may or may not remember this, Toonses the Cat took the wheel for the first time in its debut on Saturday Night Live. Do you guys remember Toonses the Driving Cat? Yeah. Uh, no. There would be a, like a puppet. It was kind of like, you know, you remember, yeah, you remember uh, Triumph the Insult comic dot? Yeah. Same type of deal. It was a cat and it had two little paws up on the steering wheel and it was driving the car and then like the family would just be like, 
bitching and moaning at each other the whole time and then at some point the cat would like drive the car off the cliff and a big fireball explosion happened every time it was yeah. when is that uh that was on saturday night live that was uh the first time toons has appeared was may 20th 1989 yeah those are funny little skits there yeah they still they're they're still they're they're still bad <laughs> but they still hold up in their in their badness uh, May the 20th, 1993, 80 million people tuned in to watch the series finale of Cheers on NBC. We got a little bit of audio from the end of that episode here. Sammy, I didn't want to say this in front of the others, but you know what I think the most important thing in life is? It's love. You want to know what I love? Beer, Norm? <laughs> Yeah, that was a quick one. <laughs> well, Sammy, I love that stool. If there's a heaven, I don't want to go there unless my stool is waiting for me. And I'll tell you what, even God better not be on it. <laughs> you wouldn't dare. I don't think it matters what you love, Sammy. Be a person, could be a thing. As long as you love it totally, completely, without judgment. You know what I think? I think you ought to go home and wake up there with a big kiss and then do what comes naturally. Wake her up so she can watch me eat a bucket of buffalo wings. <laughs> you in on a little secret? Sure. I knew you'd come back. You did? You can never be unfaithful to your one true love. You always come back to her. Who is that? Think about it, Sam. May the 20th, 1995, Star Search ended. Last episode of Star Search, May the 20th, 1995. God, Star Search was such a big thing back in the 80s yeah. and 90s. I watched a lot of it. It's funny to go back and see how many like comedians got their start on Star yeah, Search. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, you did Star Search. That's crazy. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense. It was the hot thing. Oh, yeah. That, that was time, before so. American Idol, before America's Got Talent, before The Voice, before all that. You had singers, you had bands, you had comedians, you had all that stuff. So, yeah, Star Search. The first it was, it real was, contest variety show type Yeah, it was like basically that. America's Got Talent before yeah. before it existed. Yep. On May the 20th, 1996, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ended over on NBC. On May the 20th, 1997, Roseanne ended its original run over on ABC. Connors are doing so much better. Yeah. And finally, May the 20th, 2015, David Letterman ended his 33 years in late night television with the final episode of The Late Show with David Letterman on CBS. I preferred Letterman over uh, over Leno for sure yeah, <laughs> once that too. change happened. Yeah. Leno had his 
good stuff, but right. I mean, if you go for overall, yeah, Letterman by far just killed it all the time. Yeah, you're better off starting with Letterman and then going to Conan. And then, depending on how Conan's doing, <laughs> heading back over to the late show with like, uh, or the late, late show, I guess, uh, with either Craig Kilborn or Craig Ferguson. It always not, felt not like. Not so much with the new guy, Gordon. But. And maybe I'm, you know, this isn't like 100% of the guests, but it seemed like when um, the celebrities would come on David Letterman, it's like they were a little more relaxed and they were right. a little more fun. And, but I when, think they were spiking the punch in the green room before the show or something. Something because with Leno, it seemed like they gave that. <laughs> yeah, it's that Tonight Show. Like my agent said, I have to be here. Yeah. I have to be professional. And yeah, yeah, it felt like that. And I mean, it wasn't like okay, maybe it was just those particular guests. It was like they were on both shows. Yeah, and they were completely different people. Yeah, so. I think Letterman did a better job of putting them at ease and was like, look, say and do whatever you want. It's all gonna fly here. So well, we didn't he care. used to like always go into their dressing rooms and just hang out and yeah, just chat for a little stuff. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, this weekend in Megacon Orlando, where the official George Perez Memorial will take place, runs through Sunday. That's down in Orlando, Florida. If you're on the other end of the country, Crypticon in Seattle begins this Friday and runs through Sunday as well. That's the horror convention up in Seattle. Today, Friday, Downton Abbey, A New Era is in theaters. Be sure to check that out if you're a Downton Abbey fan. If you're not, there's probably nothing new for you there. <laughs> probably nothing to check that out. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers is over on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I have I've, I have uh, heard mixed things. Not, actually, a, not a stripper movie. No. They're actually not a Magic some, Mike movie. This is, no, this is not with uh, Chris Farley and... Uh, uh, what's his nuts? Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. They're both dead. So that's not what this is. After watching that trailer about 47 <laughs> right. times at Fan Expo, I don't ever want to see Chippendale again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Love, Death, plus Robots Season 3 hits Netflix on Friday. You, you watched those first couple I watched. I don't know if I've seen Season 2 or I not. I know you watched the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It was different. It was animated boobs and robots. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and Kids in the Hall, Comedy Punks, the Kids in the Hall revival hits Amazon Prime Video this Friday as well. So check that out if that you're a Kids in the Hall back fan. in the day. Did you ever watch Kids in the Hall? Back in the day, a little bit. I could always, I could only stomach that show in little bits. Like I couldn't sit and watch a whole episode, but I could watch a skit here and there. It was a lot like Saturday Night Live, and to me, for me, and the fact that like there's a couple of them that anything they were in was good, right? But if they were not in it, it, it was pretty draggy. It was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch much kids in the hall, more adults in the bedroom st type stuff. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> I was uh, like, what show was that? Yeah, well, that's available. You got to look it up. Sorry, it's early. <laughs> uh, Better Call Saul's mid-season finale airs on AMC on Monday. Check that out. They'll be back for the second half of their final season later this summer. Next Tuesday on home video on Blu-ray and DVD, you can pick up The Batman, which is currently on HBO Max, or X, the movie about a porn shoot that turns into a horror movie. Oh. Yeah. Check those out. And then next Thursday, we'll be recording a brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. You can look for that next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are unveiling our May playlist, our favorite songs from movie soundtracks. Not the entire soundtrack, just the individual songs. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with all of that right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Hello friends, my name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. pizza in the freezer we make fresh pizza that's complicated not anymore we use pizza in a skillet from chef boyardee you really make it fresh in a skillet sure everything comes in the box and you make it on top of the stove in just 15 minutes just spread the dough then add the sauce and shredded cheese making it fresh makes it delicious mmm delicious and so fast pizza in a skillet from chef boyardee cook delicious homemade pizza in just 15 minutes alrighty our favorite songs from the movies here's what we're gonna do we're each gonna go around we'll just go around the table we'll start with Kenny we'll go to Dusty then go to me last uh, we'll each give one pick uh, we'll play a little bit from that song and uh, talk about why you like that song. Uh, that means we're going to end up with nine songs here. But as Kenny mentioned earlier, there's about 90 songs on <laughs> yep. our actual playlist. And we will have that posted, full full post of that, uh, both in the episode description of this podcast and uh, online at popgoestheculture.com. So These you can are check really it out. good. I hope you get a chance to listen to them, folks out there, because... It's fun going and getting everybody because I'll, I'll look through them and I'll be like, oh my gosh, those are songs I totally didn't even think about or I haven't thought <laughs> about that in years time. Yeah, or, that yeah. year, or, you know, it's just they're not on the stations that are around here, you know, or whatever. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, those are great. Yeah. Like I said, I think there'll be some here that you'll be like, well, of course that's on the list. And I think there's some that might surprise you as well. So we'll, let's jump into it and talk about it. Uh, let's start with Kenny. Uh, which one of those do you want to start with there? You got to listen well, okay. pick one. <laughs> They're your list. Oh, uh, well, I'll start out with uh, the Caddyshack one. I'm all right. Nobody but about me. Why you got to give me a fight? Can't you just let it be? I'm all right. Don't nobody but about me. You got to give me a fight. Why don't you just let me be? So <laughs> I saw you doing the gopher yeah, dance. I was going to say you could cosplay as, <laughs> as the, the gopher from Caddyshack. Yeah, at the next that would be kind of fun. The gopher. Just get like get like a hula hoop and then do like gra- <laughs> like some fake like artificial grass hanging off of it, and then you just be gopher suit and just sit there and do the little dance. Yeah, and, and get a little like a little Bluetooth speaker run it from your phone, dude. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be fun. You need to do that. You I need mean, to look into and, that. And maybe like a fake ass that just pops out the fur of on the booty of it. Yeah. But um, that one I picked because uh, it's just a good childhood memory. Every time it comes on, I, of course, just think of that gopher, you know, and some songs, 
even you know some that have been in uh, soundtracks you don't associate with the movie or whatever but this one 100% I do and I associate with that gopher and it just every time it comes on the radio it just makes me smile so I had to include <laughs> that in there alright so that was I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins from the movie Caddyshack Dusty how about you let's go to your first pick what are you going to go with I've got This Year's Love by David Gray <laughs> Dusty Trails does have a love song <laughs> in his list. That sounds, uh, I think I feel like that would be like on every TV show that ran in the late nineties right. as well. Like I so, can hear that on Scrubs or Friends right. or any of those yeah. types of shows as well. It's a pretty common song. Yeah, it it was in the Girl Next Door, which actually you can watch right now on Freebie. I don't know if you guys have the Freebie uh, app. Uh-uh. It's got a lot of movies on there. Does it? Yeah, cool. and it's on there right. That's now. the one about the porn star that so was like yeah, house sitting or something next door. Yes, yeah, sh- it's a porn star. I mean, that's not the basis of right, the movie. No, but that just happens the, to be yeah, so the, the a high school kid it, and a porn star. They create a new sex education yeah. video. Yeah. With updated. porn stars. For, yeah, with so porn high stars. school kids would actually it's watch it. It's a great it. movie. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's uh, fun. I wish they would have done that for us when we were kids instead <laughs> well, sure. of watching the, the 1970s version. Right. Of the, with the old, they bring out the old yeah. film projector and it clicks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's basically what they were doing in that movie was updating yeah, the, uh, a porn video mm-hmm. or the uh, sex ed video. Yeah. yeah, that's right. With uh, Timothy Oliphant as a completely unhinged uh, pimp. Yeah, <laughs> which exa- is fun. <laughs> exactly. And uh, what's her? I don't know the actress's name that played the uh, girl, but she's in uh, the ranch. Alicia Cuthbert. She yeah. was in Twenty Four, I think, to start her career, and then yeah, move from there. She's still well. The ranch doesn't have any more seasons, right. but that was her newest stuff that she's yeah. done. I think. When that started up, I was like, wow, Dusty, you are a wild card. But now hearing what it comes from, we're back <laughs> on porn. <laughs> yeah, we're back to porn. Right. Yeah. You are a wild card. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go with, I'm going to start with one of my favorite scenes involving music from a movie, period, in general. Uh, my pick is going to be the song Tiny Dancer by Elton John from the movie Almost Famous. Pretty eyes 
this is the part in the movie where, you know, they had the big blow up between the bandmates and uh, the, the guitar player, Russell, decides, fuck these guys. He's going out and run, ends up at a house party with a bunch of <laughs> high school kids in the 70s. I am a golden god. Taking some LSD <laughs> and jumping off the roof of the house into the pool. And then the band has to go bring the tour bus around and pick his ass up. And everybody movie. hates everybody. And then the song comes on the radio and they start, one guy starts singing it. And then the whole bus ends up singing it. And just like that, by the time the song's over, they're a band again without any words said to each other at all just yep. singing the song remembering why they were in a band to begin with so such a great moment and i had a friend of mine that he's been a musician all his life and that's many years and he finally got remarried and uh for his wedding they uh had people playing that song and everybody singing sang. along everybody yeah. had to sing They're yeah. like i don't care if you can sing or you can't sing everybody does it and it it felt that movie part was yep. there. So Everybody's singing that song together. Yeah. God, what a great pick, man. I also believe that uh, it was in Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> probably. It's probably been in a <laughs> yeah. lot of things. In the, <laughs> not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, Kenny, let's go to you for your second pick. What's your second uh, song from a movie? Uh, you can hit me with the Breakfast Club one. So that one just obviously the movie is just amazing and what a great song to end a movie on. Bender walking across the football field, boom, arm goes up, that song kicks in and that's is is one of those rare moments where you just want to stay through the credits just to hear the song. Right. And when we used to go to like the midnight theaters and stuff to see it, everybody stayed, nobody left every single time to sit and listen and then we all just would sing the song. Right. And, oh, such a good song. As a person who spent a lot of time in Saturday school, <laughs> the song that definitely touches home for me, too. You know, right. I, I went, but it was to visit with my friends. It was that you were the, never the one in charge. I, w- I wish what mine wasn't mandatory. Uh, yeah. Uh, shoot. All right. Well, Dusty, let's go to you for your second pick. What are you going to go with I've here? I've got Zombie by the Cranberries in Army of the Dead.
I know it's kind of a political song and I'm not very right. political at all, but that song just kind of reigns true and has reigned true for the last 20 years of right. our lives. Since it's been out. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> 30 years, whatever That song was written and they, uh, I think, um, what was that other group? Wolves... Yeah, yeah. I can't There's another that. group yeah. that redone it, and their song yeah. is is just as good as the yeah. cranberry song. But they in that particular movie, they chose to go with the cranberries yeah. instead of the. And then she's got that iconic that voice, you know, oh, when she's yeah. doing the wailing yeah. there at the at the chorus. Anyone that you know thinks about all the stuff that's going on in the world, that song will reign true for <laughs> anything that keeps is yeah. going on and it's a, uh, it's a song that no matter like they used it in like the first or second season of smallville yeah. and a really cool scene and that no matter what they put it in it's always the right it's, song it's for the scene. right yeah. one for the scene and it's not always that case with a lot of songs but they've never misused that song in anything yep all right well i'm gonna go with one that god when you think of songs and movies <laughs> It's hard not to go you know here you, right You know what bat. your intro just sounded like? <laughs> what? It's, that, whose line is it anyway? Where they're sitting there and they're having to do their pitches or infomercial pitches. You just sounded like the that. When you think of a song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need uh, Colin Mockery and uh, Ryan Stiles here to pitch these songs for us. Yeah, but this was one that, you know, when I think of songs with you know movies that feature music in them this one is one that i go to right off the top of my head and this is the definitive song from that movie full of good songs but this is the one i had to go with i picked i had the time of my life by bill medley and jennifer warren from dirty dancing now Yes, I swear it's a truth, and I owe it all to you. did see a video and I think I shared it on my personal social media. I should find it and share it to the to the group's page and stuff as well. But there was somebody did this that scene at the end of the movie at the dance, you know, when 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 Johnny comes in and does the, you know, nobody puts baby in a corner and yeah. they start playing this song at the end. Somebody recut that to the Muppet Show theme song <laughs> because it's a simple, you know, it's just the the rhythm is what it is, but the scene lined up perfectly. If you start that at the time they started this song, the, the the dance moves go with it. everything awesome. goes with the Muppet Show I've theme song. It is pretty funny, but that's the yeah that's the song from the movie. That's what the entire movie is building towards is the lift at the end. So now was that the only like original song in there? As far uh, as like no, there were a few others that were recorded just for like I think like Patrick Swayze has oh, a song in there. Like the yeah, yeah, and that was one. Actually, he'd recorded it, but it had never been released. So they said, well, sure, whatever we need, because according to the Netflix show, the movies that made us they. They had like no budget left for songs and they hadn't gotten any songs yet. <laughs> so they're yeah. like, uh, anybody that knows anybody, anybody that has a garage band, anybody that can get us music. And he was the first one was like, I got this. And I'm like, okay, great. And then this came along and then they licensed some of the older stuff. But that's a good song. In yeah. my running around Hopefully. days, to be fair, I've had some pretty good times of my life following some dirty dance. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you had the time through. of your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Kenny for your third and final pick on this list. What are you going with here? This one's coming from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Hey, hey, hey. 
I wanted something that was a little more recent, right? And because like, okay, I don't want to just pick all. Can I get I catch hell for that constantly? But uh, <laughs> hey, old man, yeah, picking a movie we've exactly. all seen exactly. So, uh, but this one, I just I don't know why, but when I hear this song, it just makes me happy. I just I really like this song a lot, and it is very iconic to that movie. Like it's like okay, what songs are from that movie? This is the one everyone knows, Sunflower. So or Hello Danger. <laughs> it was the one I would have picked from the well, movie. Post Post Malone has such a wide range. Like he right. can sing country songs. <laughs> right. he, you know, he, he can do about anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny because you look at him, you're like, I can picture what he's going to sing. And then he opens his mouth and starts, the music comes on. You're if like, he ever, oh, if shit, he ever no, puts on a all. cowboy hat, though, yeah. it's all country coming yeah, out. That's what I mean. It's, yeah. he's, he's all over the place and, yeah, defies the expectations. So. Yep. All right, Dusty, let's go to you for your last pick. I've got Mad World from Donnie Darko. three songs of mine you gotta get the wrist cutting songs you know i'm sitting here thinking to myself like you know this is what you get when you wake me up with and wanting a list in the morning because it sounds like i got some serious depression issues that i like push down i'm like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ahead and put those songs out so they really know who i am but that was not it at all pretty psychiatrists out there that listen to the show we've got him covered yeah, exactly. you got you got politics and sad songs you gotta throw that love song in there too like this is the reason i am the way i am now no suicide prevention hotline is yeah so actually that song uh was redone by on american idol one mm-hmm. of the first american idols by a guy i can't remember his name yeah. now but his version of the song is actually i think better, better. than that song yeah yeah I forget well, that, his name, but yeah, I it can't fits remember. good with that movie, though. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, that movie gonna, was just weird, <laughs> disturbing, long, yeah. yeah, dark. All it was right. one of the first weird movies I ever seen as a kid. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna wrap us up with uh, a song that every time we do these, I always bring it up. Um, this was the movie that flipped the Mad Max franchise. It's like the outlier. Like the first two films are very much action and even the Fury Road are action, action, action. And this movie is like a post-apocalyptic Goonies in a way. Like Indiana Jones almost. Like they were completely going for something different. Uh, starring, of course, Mel Gibson but also starring Tina Turner in her, one of her few starring Hollywood roles. I'm going with We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner from the movie Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. Out of the room, 
That's like the perfect post-COVID song. <laughs> it's like, we don't need all your bullshit. Just let us go and do our thing. So When I glanced at this list at first, I thought you went with Short Change Hero, which is, <laughs> not, not which is actually a really good song. <laughs> right. it's, like, it's very iconic for the Borderlands franchise, right. and it's a super good song. I almost went with it, but you said movies, and right. I didn't know if we could do video game songs no, or not. But. No, we'll do that another time. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Tina Turner's contribution, I mean, clearly the words were written specifically for the movie. Somebody sent her the script, uh, you know, uh, she's, she's in the role. Yeah. So they sent her the script and probably asked her, hey, can you do the song too? And so she, this is what we got. And it fits the fits the movie well and it got a ton of airplay back in the late say, 80s. <laughs> one of the few songs out there that saw way more success than the movie it yeah, came from. Absolutely. Written specifically for the movie was more yes. successful than the movie ever was because again, the movie was such a tonal shift for the franchise. It's yeah. the it's the black sheep in the franchise and it's funny because it's one of my favorite. I mean, I like <gasps> Fury Road a lot, but after Fury Road, it's probably this one <laughs> because it is such a different like I said, it's a mix between like Indiana Jones and the Goonies set in post-apocalyptic Australia. Yeah. You know what you get if you uh, mix Waterworld with Mad Max? What's that? Book of Eli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. What, Only Book of Eli is better than Waterworld yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Book of Eli is a great movie. Yep. Well, that's this week's pop quiz as well. What are your favorite songs from movies? You can let us know by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast. Pop quiz is pinned right to the top of the pages, so you cannot miss it. Or you can call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on the next episode. Again, that's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we sure would like to hear from you. Links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com. And like I said, we will have... The entire ninety some song Spotify playlist. So who uh, came up with posted. that? That many? Uh, all of us. We have a spreadsheet yeah. out there that I post <laughs> on our group chat that people have just been filling it in for I the last you. couple of weeks. You should participate in that sometime. I just did. Fun. I've got three. <laughs> so yeah. Your three made the list. Well, that I wanted to make sure because I had a bunch of stuff going on. I kind of spaced out the last one. So this one, I was like, I banged out like 15, 17 of them, something like that. And I was like, okay, that should get everybody a good start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there was one day when I was in there at the same time Curtis was, and we were like just playing off of each other. Like, he posted this one, I posted the next one. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So it's out there. And the link to that, again, like I said, is in the episode description and available at popgoestheculture.com. If you haven't checked out our playlist, you should do so. There's a lot of good stuff in there. It's a wide range because everybody's kind of got their own taste so we got a lot of good stuff there might introduce you to something you didn't know you liked yeah exactly well that i think's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode anybody got anything else before we get out of here I'm no. starting to get some subscribers on my 417 Man Cave over on YouTube. I thought you were going to say your OnlyFans page. Is it Man Cave or Man Child? Man Child. Sorry. Yeah. Gosh dang it. I keep 
messing that you up. want to try that again so, so many times i have to go through and stop what i'm doing when i'm recording the videos because i'm like ah oh, i said it wrong again 417 man child on youtube and instagram so i've been having more subscribers a lot more comments likes stuff like that so did slowly like building unboxings up and stuff yeah, like that i do unboxing reviews of uh anything from new toys that just came out the past couple weeks to stuff from the mid 90s so and everything in between yeah i can't believe we finished an episode in under 45 minutes well it's a little longer than that but oh is it yeah but it's close. We did it under an hour for sure. Yeah, that's good for us. Yeah, we're we're, we're improving. We're learning after you, you four and a half Curtis, years of this. Yeah. We made it under an hour. <laughs> well, sometimes when we're telling the like we didn't we didn't have any wild history. stories this no. week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we didn't really go into a fan expo. I had a lot of fun at fan expo. I, I got to see uh, a couple like Ron Perlman. I got to see him again, which he's always entertaining. But new people like I never seen Mark Shepard before, and never saw like the um, guy who plays Randall Dante and um, oh Eli. Gosh, Eli, thank yeah. you. I, I can remember his real name, Trevor. Yeah, but um, which the <laughs> those are the guys from the Clerks uh, specifically, Clerks Two. If you want to put all three of them together, but uh, they were doing uh, the Trevor guy found somebody brought him some uh, fan fiction, but it was erotic fan fiction, and they uh, read the a clerks. piece from it. <laughs> yeah, and it was about the clerk. So it was like Randall and Eli having a moment and oh my god they were reading it i was like this needs to be its own panel this is hilarious that's funny yeah we of uh, course, oh, i want to say one more thing though yeah. william shatner that's yeah. the first time i got to see him do a panel i never understood william shatner like i didn't get it i was like okay great he was captain kirk you know i never was a big star trek fan mm-hmm. i watched him but not that big a fan but watching him speak and the stories he was telling, and he is the funniest freaking dude I've ever <laughs> seen in person. And I was like, I get it. I get the William Shatner thing now. He is incredible. I am uh, glad that that was the end of three conventions in four weeks. I'm ready for <laughs> about a month off before the next step rolls around. So, yeah, yeah. Like you said, catching up on a week's worth of stuff. I've had, yeah, like ton of stuff to do and projects around the house that i've got about a month to knock out before we go back to the next uh, set of conventions so luckily uh, school will be done yeah that's that'll save some time every day too. not pick kids up and drop them off so yep all right well if you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the pop goes the culture podcast please take a moment leave a review in your preferred podcast player it doesn't cost a thing and it really is one of the best ways that you can show your support for the show Thanks again to Dusty and to Kenny for being here this week. Thanks again to everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are catching us. Uh, my name again, Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at what we're doing next week. Next week, we are fantasy drafting the wild animals you think you could beat in a fight. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you'll want to be sure to come back and check that one out. <laughs> Until then, be safe. Be healthy, be happy. We'll see ya. See ya. Later. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.